Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, and welcome to my favorite takeaway the show for people who love food but cannot always be bothered to cook it. I am Tom Crane, and with me is the Lovely, kind, generous Simran Shah. How are you, Tim? We are going to run out of adjectives, aren't we? We are. Because you, you, you recycle them uh, and you have to because I'm not that great a person. <laughs> so you're, <laughs> you, you're, you're having to make things up. And I see you saying through, through great teeth. What people don't realise is that, Tom, you're actually the fun, generous, kind person in the relationship. It's exhausting fictionalising compliments for a man you know that's all <laughs> substance, <laughs> decency, <laughs> or moral compass. No, that is an absolute lie. Simran, you're a fine man. Um, Sim, I want to get straight into this. Sure. Because I've just had a three-hour drive from London to the West Country to visit my uh, mum, and something on the way caught me in the world of takeaways, and it's something that's kind of been nagging at me, and I've decided that I, I have a strong opinion on it, okay? We stopped off at McDonald's to get some food on the way, ordered and you now have to order as everyone knows on these huge screens uh you don't go up to the till you tap on these huge screens what your order is and i've decided i'm not a fan of them i've really i'm not behind them what are your feelings on these these massive screens that are in basically every fast food takeaway now i was at one recently as well and i'll tell you my bugbear yeah wasn't the screen okay. and what was on it and how complicated it was it was the way people touched the screen. Yes. <laughs> There's two types of people. There's the person who touches the screen with their finger, right? And others who use the sort of knuckle on their finger. So Simran. Which one are you? I am the knuckle guy. I am the knuckle guy. And this oh, is one of my complaints. Tell me. It's such a hangover from the, from the <laughs> pandemic. I, but I knuckle it's everything. It's the pandemic. So I knuckle the keypad when I'm getting money out at the, uh, you know, at the cash point, whatever. And the McDonald's screen, I'm knuckling everything. And what's annoying about that is the knuckle, the screen is not built to respond to the knuckle. The screen is built to respond it's to the not. finger. So most of the time, I'm just sort of tapping on the screen and nothing is happening. But I can't think. I'm thinking, I can't touch it with the end of my finger because I that goes in my mouth and that's where illness is you know remember the pandemic don't forget never forget so i'm always knuckling this unresponsive screen so what i'm guessing you're a finger pusher then i'm a finger pusher because it's faster and more efficient and i don't want to i don't want to delay any further the takeaway that i'm already craving yeah because i've chosen a slower method of delivery yes i see what you mean so you so you're saying why draw out the process when you're you're, you're long, longing for a big mac also i get so angry yeah if it's not responsive enough to my touch. Okay, yeah. I feel like I, I, have, to, I have to talk to someone. This is just not working. <laughs> I start losing it. So if I went, if I went knuckle, yeah. I know I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't, la I wouldn't last a minute. So I go finger and then I f can see myself speeding past all the knuckle draggers <laughs> that there are. All the apes. <laughs> all the apes in the queue. <laughs> As I'm bashing it and getting angry and shaking it. I'm, I'm looking at your face at the moment, Simran, and you have a very nice face, but it's giving me an idea. The, the, the end of the nose, arguably, has a very similar skin texture to a finger. So maybe the answer is for me to move from the knuckle and start pressing with my nose. Maybe that's the answer. That way, I'm not getting COVID on my fingers or COVID, whichever it is, and I'm still getting my food fast. It's, if you press with the nose, surely it's going to respond to the nose. The nose, I've always said, is the finger of the face. <laughs> I worry, I worry you, you would press your nose against that screen. With my face finger. 
you'd yeah with your face big you'd see a burger that you like and you wouldn't help but actually accidentally kiss it okay. <laughs> that'll make it but like like you love the big mac too much you'd end up being like mm. <laughs> oh sorry I, I didn't mean to <laughs> You got carried away there. Ronald McDonald coming out saying, "We well, thank you. We, we appreciate the compliment. It's good you like our food, but please leave. Yeah, please leave. So actually, let's let's find out, okay? Are you a knuckle tapper? Are you a finger presser? Let's find out. You can contact the show on hello at myfavoritetakeawaypodcast.com or you can follow us on Instagram on myfavoritetakeawaypod. Let's find out. Do you tap? Do you push? Let's get this sorted once for all. And broader, what do you feel about these big screens? Are you for or against we want to hear from you and thank you so much as always for getting in contact and please we haven't mentioned this for a while please do leave us a five-star review and also spread the word because it makes such a difference to the show i cannot tell you the difference kind reviews make to this show and to the guests that we can get in the future and we have a fantastic guest on today just one of the best this is literally one of my favorite episodes we've ever recorded i really mean this who is it sim we have uh, probably one of the funniest people uh, in the uk sean walsh who is got strong views uh, goes into detail is passionate i love it he was so funny i couldn't believe the conversation we were having at times it was great sean is on tour starting september and you can get tickets at seanwalsh.com. Uh, and he's also got a couple of podcasts. He has. He has a, a podcast called Oh My Dog with Jack D, which is a podcast for people who uh, love dogs. And he also has a podcast called What's Upset You Now with a hilarious Paul McCaffrey, where comedians come on, discuss the things that are annoying them most in the world at this exact moment. And it lasts 15 minutes every episode. Both of them are brilliant. If you've got a dog or you're annoyed about things in life in general, either of those podcasts will serve you well. Here is the wonderful Sean Walsh. Sean, thanks very much. Your ticket has already arrived, right? It has. Thank you. Yes. Splendid. I've served it. It's ready. It's in the plate. I'm ready to go. Can you show us the plate? And also, because it's a podcast, can you describe the plate? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to do that, and that's why I was showing it to you. That's exactly what I was planning on doing, Craig. Okay. <laughs> oh, right, okay, I do you right. deserve it. <laughs> Have you guys uh, either done this before or met? It... Right, so do you want to point it out, or do I? You take us through it. You're, you're close to it. We've got chicken madras. Mm. Uh, today, I've gone for plain rice. That's the only thing I really mix up okay. in my Indian takeaways is I go, should I go for pilau or should I go for plain? Today I've gone for plain. Yeah. Plain naan, vegetable samosa, and um, some sagaloo. In my older age, I've actually started actually tipping a bit of the salad into the main. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, exactly. It's big stuff happening here. So, sure. My first observation on this, right? <laughs> Sorry, can I can I eat? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat, 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 eat. Fully go for it. Right, it's not just a prop because I, I thought this was my dinner. And there's a certain obligation for you to chip in occasionally as well, though. <laughs> <laughs> we have paid for that. <laughs> Turning off the camera, and enjoy your meal. No, I, I thought it was going to might just get to listen to a podcast. Yeah. Whilst, whilst I have a chicken madras. What a shame. <laughs> And the other guests you had on, are they self-conscious about eating on the podcast as well? I'd say every single guest is self-conscious about eating on the podcast. James Acaster described it as a fundamental flaw in the idea, but what does he know, to be honest? (laughs) What does he know about food podcasts? Didn't Ed Gamble say, um, the problem is split attention, it's just not going to (laughs) work? Well, we'll prove you wrong. They've both been on, so more for them. Sean, the first thing I want to say is that you've put every ingredient onto that. You've put them all onto the plate. So you've got your rice and you've got your curry and you've got a samosa there and you've got a salad and you've got your naan. Is that right? Well, hang on. What are you using? Have you got a saucer or a side dish? This is perfectly normal. What are you... See, I don't think it is that normal. You know, you know something being normal doesn't depend on whether or not you do it. That's not how normal works. I thought you might say that. And actually, yeah. I completely disagree. Okay, fine. Right, okay. I think I'm the average. I think I'm the average everyman. Right, you can hear it in the sound of my voice. So I think I think what I do what I do is normal. And what I'm saying, but when I un- when I unload a takeaway and I put it on the kitchen table, kitchen counter, yes, I'm just taking the bits that I want to eat then and there, putting it on a plate. So I'll take out the curry and the naan, and then go and eat that. And then I might come back 
for some rice or might come back for something else. So I would probably strike a middle ground here. I, I agree with, you, with what you're saying, Sim. What I would do is I would have I would have the samosa on its own beforehand. For me, the samosa is clearly a starter. It doesn't go with the other bit. Fuck off, do you have a starter at home? <laughs> Are there, if, we were, if we were in the restaurant, sorry, if we were in the restaurant, then I would understand. You, you are li- you are cold-faced lying. Cold-faced <laughs> lying? Well, Sean, it's more than that. It's deeper than that. I will even have three courses. I will have poppadoms and dips. Then I will move on to what is clearly the starter, which in this case is the samosa, and anyone with a sound mind can see that. And then you move on to the main course, which is the curries. Let's say you have a Chinese. Would you not have spring rolls to begin with on their own, for example? No! <laughs> no, you see, Sean, are you saying you're piling the spring rolls onto your mains? It's a takeaway. We're at home. The bags out. The plates are out. Pot. Pass me the pot. Pass me that pot. We're not eating with royalty. What, what are you talking about? But you can fool yourself that the theatre of it is correct. That you you are in a, for a moment. You go. Well, this is how I'd eat it in a restaurant. I might as well. This is absolute. I did not expect to hear this madness. What Sean has done, which I think <laughs> solves one of our problems, especially a problem that I have, and no doubt, obviously, everyone else in the country would have, is that. <laughs> Sean doesn't need to keep going back and forth into the kitchen to reload because he's got it all there. Well, guys, something interesting about me, dare I say it, is I always leave myself seconds. Ah. So even if the food, the takeaway is small, I will always leave myself seconds to give myself the pleasure of finishing and remembering, even though I know because I did it, but still it's a little game with yourself, that there is more. Interesting, yeah. Isn't that a lovely feeling? There is more. Well, you know, you can also achieve that by having starters and then a main course. But the, the problem, okay, the problem that you've got there, right, is that if you've got a starter, that's very disciplined. Too disciplined to go, I'm just going to have this bit and I'm not going to have that bit yet. That's too much discipline involved. I agree. The reason that you've ordered a takeaway in mo- on most occasions, maybe not most occasions, but a lot of occasions, is because you are starving and you can't be bothered to cook. So where are you getting all this self? Are you meditating wellness, yoga retreats? What are you doing? Are you mad? I go away to Tibet for a week before every takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm gone bar for uh, 700 hours. <laughs> Crane, are you not, if I take your starter thing, having to start the starter yeah, separately. Which I always do. Okay, if I've unloaded a Chinese or an Indian and had and there's a samosa there or there's a spring roll, I might have that at the counter or on the table. Sorry, again, again, I've got to interrupt again uh, because because <laughs> you're, you're the man that's you know you're, you've you said that you are what is re- representing the kind of every man normality. I've got to say I've been I've been alive for thirty seven years now. Hmm. I'm not sure how comfortable I am with this repetition of the word counter. Yeah. What are you talking about? The counter. I don't think I know what counter means. What you're talking about is the side, on the side. The side, what, what do you mean the side? The side, no, Sean's right, it is the side. The side of what? The kitchen side. The kitchen side. The kitchen side. Yes. Sorry, do you have a house? Do you live somewhere? Or are you just outside? You've never heard of a house, a side? Everywhere, everyone has a side. You say, leave it on the side. Where is it? On the side. I, I left it on the side. Which side? It's on the side. <laughs> Which side? In the hallway side. No, not the hallway side. The kitchen side. No, I'm, I say things like left counter, right counter. It's very straightforward. All right counter. All right counter. Don't take a photo of me that way. That's my bad counter. Yeah, for God's sake, the man's, the man's off counter. It's so obvious. He's off counter. Oh, come on, Tom. Whose counter are you on anyway? <laughs> oh, God. This is counter-splitting conversation. I've got a different word, which is your, you keep using the word, Simran, you keep using the word also unloading a takeaway. As well, oh. <laughs> like you're a delivery man. <laughs> what is that? I do, do you know what? I just, I heard that and I thought, I'll let you have that. <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> Unloading. Wait, wait, where is it? In the dishwasher? <laughs> oh, my God. So, Sean, I'm quite yeah. interested about that thing. So you say you, you leave yourself seconds. So would that be whatever it is? Let's say you'll have burger and chips. Well, burger and chips is harder, but, but yes, there will be 
there will be some leftover chips. Yeah, on the set. if if it can be left over, mm. always. So how how do you feel, Sean, when you've run out of stuff and you want more? Are you the kind of person when you've got order a takeaway that you would order again? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've I've, yeah. I've had three. I've had. I mean, I don't know this. I can't remember actual specifics, but I've definitely ordered two Nando's in a day. You've gone back to the same takeaway twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you gone with a different level when you've returned, or have you just gone for exactly the same order? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the same order. Was it? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> because I deliver on the app, it's just reorder. Yeah. So you don't have to. I mean, it was very, I would have been very hungover, but I didn't have to make the choice again. It was just, I'll just do the same one again. But I find, I find that button a bit depressing. The fact, the sort of monotony of life that is yes. there. It doesn't, you can click and go, same again. Yeah. yeah. You just want to live with the, Or do you want to feel something different, or do you want to just click this button and do exactly the same <laughs> grey nothingness that was yesterday? So, Sean, so, so you're eating this curry. I was going to say, very briefly, you're eating it from a plate at a table at the moment. How do you normally eat a takeaway? What's the vibe in your house when you get a takeaway? So takeaway, is this, is the, well, is this normal I put it to you? Once you and your other half agree on takeaway, uh, and there's that relief, isn't there? there's that wonderful relief that you're going to do that, whoever orders it, even, even though we're now just in app land and you're not having to talk to anyone, whoever orders it, that means that the other person has to answer the door. That's right, yeah. Are we? Are we? Uh, am I? Am I on covered ground? My situation would be that I order all the takeaways for us because my girlfriend hasn't got delivery or whatever Uber Eats on her phone. Simply just my my wife even. Uh, she has sorry. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> and neither is my girlfriend. But the, um, but the split that we have is that one of us gets it from the door. The other one has to get the plates from the kitchen. So that's the deal. And yes, exactly. Yes, and you come back and the plates are there. And the best thing about the takeaway, which, which I really love, is that it comes with the bin. The takeaway bag yes. is the bin. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But people forget that all the time. Shove it all back in that bag and then shove that bag in that bin. It's a bag. It was a bag. It's now a bin. That is amazing. Oh. Look how it's done it. So, yeah, all the containers are the bin. I love that. But what I'll do, like you say, we stand around the side we're at the side okay and uh yes it's passing each other containers you have that bit i have that bit we fill the plates and now what i tried to do in in recent times with the missus is actually no actually we now do have it round the table do you but that's a very that's a very yeah do you and did, but was that did that that's just happen a, organically or was that an active decision to eat round the table a bit more so you should do that yes. or were you like no, it was a decision. And are you making it romantic? Are you lighting a candle and putting a bottle of wine there? Are you changing the lighting? I make it uh, really romantic, actually, for her, is I bring around another man for her. And she yeah. has it really. <laughs> and she loves that. Uh, <laughs> give her a break. Just to give her a break. She has a lovely time. I'm really, sorry, I'm really self-conscious about this. Eat, do you know what I'm doing? I'm trying to get the food. Do you do this when you're, you're eating with someone that you're not, that isn't a close friend? It doesn't matter if it's a close friend, yeah. but maybe it, even if you've ever, you know, if you work in an industry where you end up having to have lunch with people you don't know that well, and then you keep on having to try and wait for the other person to be talking so that you can quickly get them in your mouth. And then I can that, that was Sean perfectly putting in a piece of curry in his mouth so that he didn't disrupt the flow of the conversation. Also, what a way to find out we're not close friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, well done. Absolute bullet through the heart. 20 minutes in, confident <laughs> shot. <laughs> Tim, man, you deal with the rest of this. This guy hates oh, me. No. Okay, now. You've got to move on. <laughs> oh, my God, sorry. Just to the bag in the bin thing, because I agree that is what you should do, but quite often... I rip open the bag mm. to get the stuff out, and then I've destroyed my future receptacle. I really think you're it's the irony of you running a takeaway podcast. You're really doing this all wrong. <laughs> Are you saying you're not so excited to open that takeaway that you don't rip the bag and sort of lay it flat, and then just sort of lay it all out there? No, in the same way, I don't just kick the shit out of my cupboard and break the cupboard. They're just like, I wouldn't do that to a bin. You're breaking a bin. Yeah, but it's, it's not actually a bin, is it? That is getting into a big philosophical quadrant. It is a bin. If you're chucking something away in it, it is a bin. You can't tell me it's not a bin. I was once a bin. Can I tell you about the time I was once a bin? Please. <laughs> yeah. 
I was genuinely once a bin. And, it, and, it, and, it, and actually, just to, um, I've only just remembered this. I, I wasn't kind of setting myself up to say this. This does involve samosas. Oh, perfect. I'm off to, I love eating at night. Uh, do, uh, are you with me? I'm with you. How late? <laughs> okay, Tom. <laughs> Be aggressive, dad-like question. No, I, I, I'm not in a sort of keep yourself slim, don't eat after seven cents. I mean, what do you mean by night? Do you mean two in the morning or ten? It could be, well, I stay up quite late, but it really, I would love a little, just picking away at some cheese at one in the morning. Right, okay. Well, that's, that's the last thing you should be eating at night, Sean. <laughs> Have it, it plays with your dream. <laughs> Famously. I really, I know you're right, but I really just love picking at food at night. It's a real guilty pleasure. And you getting out of bed to do that, or are you still up? Well, here we go. So, I, I, I sometimes can't get to sleep because I'm so hungry. Do you ever have that? Yeah, yeah. Mm, right? Yeah. So, right, we all know that thing. Yeah. Right? I'm starving, and I can't get to sleep because of how hungry I am. I'm so tired, but I can't get to sleep because I'm so hungry. So I'm like, right, I, I, I've got to get up, and I've got to eat something to get to sleep. So, I got up. <laughs> And all that was left was one of those kind of, I don't know what, probably Marks and Spencers or something, but like the sides of an Indian side, so bhajis and samosas. And I put them in the oven for 12 minutes, so I kind of just stand there leaning on the counter, and I wait for them to cook. <laughs> They're called Indian counters, by the way, just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> so cook the food, put the food on a plate, take the food into my bed, and I, and I eat a couple of the samosas and a couple of the bhajis. Now, surprisingly, this doesn't normally happen to me. For some reason, I became immediately stuffed. Normally, I could eat. I really can eat. I'm never, I will finish everything. It's fine. I was so stuffed. I just couldn't eat anymore. So I went to put the plate on the floor, but I just got my dog, Mildred Barrett. So I couldn't put, I couldn't put the, the barges <laughs> and the samosas on the floor because, you know, it would, it would poison her. But I was also, I was so, I really cannot get across how tired I was. So the only thing I could do was kind of stuff this food into my mouth. But it wasn't eating. It wasn't eating. <laughs> I was chucking the food away, but in me. And I realised, it was a really bleak moment where I realised I'm a bin. <laughs> Have you ever been a bin? Yeah, that's a low. <laughs> That's a low. That is a low. Give you that. It's as you're shoving a mango chutney pot into your mouth. Well. You know, this is really gone too far. The whole thing. It's the whole thing. The napkins, just shoving them down. You're the rim of the seat. This <laughs> receipt. Do I have to? Yeah, you do. You commit to it. No, this is not a problem. I don't know why I'm asking this. It's not it's an issue in my life, but can you not give a dog onion bargies? If you're not sure, you're not going to, are you? No, that's a good point. It's not as useful as don't give a, uh, a pigeon or bread or anything, is it? It doesn't come up as much. Don't <laughs> onion barges. <laughs> but it's useful. Nonetheless, it's useful information to have. <laughs> it might come up at a point about 15 years ago. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't give him that. <laughs> Sean, are you... Uh, okay, so I've got a question about, um, about eating in bed because we have a lot of our guests who uh, choose to eat, eat in bed, eat takeaways yes. in bed. Do you have like a plan or do you, do you have like a process in which you eat in bed to avoid crumbs? You don't mind crumbs. You like sweep it down. Where do you place the plate? Do you have like a little lap tray? Matt Crosby has a lovely lap tray. Good for him. Yeah. Splendid. And his wife as well. They have matching lap trays. Please, please tell me you did um, some investigative journalism here and, and asked where they kept those lap trays. Yes. Can I guess? Yes, we do. On top of the fridge. I remember it being, I think it was just down by the sofa in the living room. I think it was under a table in the living room. It's one of those, it's one of those three places. <laughs> a bit of journalism, but it wasn't that thorough. Simran was so taken by it. Simran, he went and bought a lap tray, didn't you? You were so taken by it, you bought your own one. I did, I bought it immediately. Claire and I have an even weirder thing in that you say you come to the decision where you're going to order from. Claire and I will order from separate takeaways most of the time no wonder you're in a fucking hotel it's, <laughs> it's the most mental thing i've ever heard this is mad this podcast is so much madder than i thought it was going to be Not my favorite takeaway i'll oh, come on i'll go madras bar geez oh my stomach's a bit worse than it used to be so you get different takeaways you are sick Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. I actually said to my friend, again, I'm not making this up. It sounds like my whole life revolves around uh, takeaway food. 
I actually said to my friend the other day that when historians, when they look back at, at when, like, when did everything go seriously wrong with the planet, global warming, you know, they're always talking about the point where, what is it, the point of no return? Yes, yeah. In terms of the planet and global warming and all of that. I said the other day that they are going to trace that all the way back to the first couple that got different takeaways on delivery. <laughs> Sorry, are you putting me on a par with Chinese industry? <laughs> that what you're this is what's happening at this point. Totally. Okay. Totally, utterly stand by it. It's too much, man. It's too much. Someone is bringing you food like that. That's amazing. It, it can end there. You're indulging. You're making it. Yeah. You're ruining it. It's disgusting. Part of the excitement is coming to the decision together as a team of what you're going to have. But you have you've just you're 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 guzzling. Sure. We're 10 years in. Excitement's a thing of the past. (laughs) (laughs) You'll come to realise that when you reach this point in your relationship. Tom is the reason there are all these, you know, stop the oil people jumping in the road and all of that. It's him. (laughs) They're trying to stop him. That is too much. It's too much. I, I do go out of my house to the takeaway bike around the road I'll come and meet him I'll cut him off which you so he's not he's saving a bit of fuel there what do you mean you cut him off you cut him off cut him off what by like like 10 meters or something I'll go stop stop right now I'm fucking getting it myself thanks you don't need to come any further okay and I'll see you in half an hour when you return with my girlfriend Jill Frazier she's my wife <laughs> so Tom, Tom, I can only assume you do this because you you got into arguments with your girlfriend wife over what to order. So, oh my Sean, God. my question to you then is: Do you have disagreements with your partner about what to order, and how do you resolve them? Oh God! See, I'm I'm very I'm very I'm I'm very lucky because I'm a sulky little boy <laughs> okay that sounded a little seedy i'm not gonna lie say it again <laughs> what are you there'll be someone in the world who makes 400 grand a year doing that <laughs> what are you you're a sulky little boy <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bin. Say it. I'm a bin. Say it. Say you're a bin. I'm a bin. Oh my god. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh. So you're a sulky little boy. I'm a sulky little boy, and and I, I I'm a I'm a bit fussy. So Grace loves sushi, but I I I refuse. I like what I like. There's going to be no kind of browsing. Diff- it- difficult personality is what is it? <laughs> <laughs> challenging. Both being, but you're both being very polite. It's not quite how Grace words it. <laughs> so you're very clear about what you like, yeah. But but also, but it's not. It's 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 very. It, that's that kind of sounds like that could be quite nice. But actually, it's mainly painful because it means that you you can't enjoy anything else apart from the thing you like. So when I do kind of bend the tie. I'll be eating the tie, but the whole time I'll just be thinking in a kind of partridge way. This, this could have been Indian. Yeah. <laughs> How's your tie, Alan? Oh, yeah, it was fine, but it just could have been Indian. I don't know <laughs> no, I do get that. I do get that. I tell you a thing. I've, have you ever had this where you've been thinking about getting a takeaway all day? You'll be visiting your friend or family member, and they say they're going to cook for you. <laughs> Uh, that for me is the greatest heartache yeah. of all. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not going to be as good. I've been thinking about Indian takeaway all day, and now Josh Riddigan's making me a veggie chili. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no amount of sour cream is going to battle back against this. Sean, you were only saying about there's always more and how profound yeah. that is, but also how practical it is because then you can eat again when you're hungry. What's your view on leftovers? So, pardon me. Like I say. So you save you save yourself some to go back to. If there's really too much that for some reason I'm not finishing the second time round, I will I'll do that thing then when I get up and like late at night. I sometimes do you ever do this? You go for 
like a late night wee, and then, mm. but then just like stop off in the kitchen and have a bargy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't expecting bargy. <laughs> I was expecting bargy. I was expecting. I don't know. Uh, just yeah. a little snack. You freed up space. You think that's that urine is about the weight of a bargy? I think I could feel. <laughs> Exactly like, with a barn. I love it, just like stale, like stale poppadom. Love it. Been left over. Oh. Now on that, you haven't ordered poppadoms with this meal. Is there a reason for that? You, you, you are a fan of them. Mm-hmm. I bloody forgot actually. Heartbreak. Grace normally, yeah. Well, Grace normally, I normally answer the door, and Grace normally orders it. She would, she would have put the poppadoms, so I wouldn't have had to remember that. By the way, I meant, I was meant to tell you, I've had to break my curry ban. For you. Why have you got a curry ban? Well, yeah, talk, talk to us about that. Because last week I had four Indian takeaways. <laughs> four Indian takeaways? Are we talking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? So I had four in five days. Who imposed the ban, Sean? Me. It wasn't, it wasn't the takeaway where you rang up and said, that's enough from us. <laughs> no way we said more stuff. Come on, man. They stayed in intervention. I've been, been cancelled again, but this time from Indian restaurant. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> so four in a week. Are you, you, by the time you get to three, are you still enjoying it? We had two. I went to the, the same restaurant. The other was a takeaway. Yeah. So I said four takeaways. What I mean is four curries. Sorry, two were in the restaurant. So, th- so three of them were from the same place. It's just that twice <laughs> I ate in the place. And then the other one, I don't know why. Oh, yes, Grace made a, a curry. So I decided I've got, I've got to go on a curry ban because that's, it's too much. And I'm, I'm beginning to not enjoy it. And this is going down so well, this curry. But I should be honest with you and tell you, I've been dreading this all day. <laughs> I'm really dreading doing this podcast. Just, just to be clear, Sean chose a curry himself. We didn't, we didn't force him to have this. Weirdly, weirdly, for most guests, the food is the one bit they actually look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of it they could do without. Honestly, no, no, honestly, I swear on my life, I swear on my life, this is awful. I shouldn't really be telling. I didn't plan on telling you this, but when the when the bell went for my curry, I went, oh fucking hell. Look, I really do not need this curry. <laughs> I've now had five curries in eight days. That is absolutely wonderful. I would love to see the CCTV footage of me taking the containers out of the bag. I'm so depressed. Just going, oh, God, why did I get the Sargaloo? I didn't even need to tell them about that. <laughs> Fuck, no. That's the thing. You had complete control over what you could have ordered. But I just wanted to, I actually, at the same time, because I'm such a professional, I wanted to be honest, and that is what I order. Okay. You know what I'm like, mate? I'll go on any show. <laughs> that was said That was said with such a threatening menace. I get it. I get it. Someone said that to me the other day in the green room, doing a gig. And they went, like, what would you turn down? I was like, do you not know about my career? There's nothing I would turn down. <laughs> I evidently do anything. I have no dignity whatsoever. What would you say, career-wise, is the, the lowest of things you've taken? <laughs> what is the thing where you've thought, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know how bad it's got. There are so many options. Top five. Not my, I, <laughs> top five worst career decisions in my life <laughs> i can't actually even go through because if i had to talk about it in detail i can't go through even five because my laptop is only on 98 yeah. percent. i remember once when i was very young well is that very i was like 25 and i had a, a massive show it was a massive hit called sean walsh world on comedy yeah. central it was, it was kind of it kind of changed comedy in the same way, you know, like, like Lenny Bruce all over again. <laughs> and, and I did this show, right? I, I, you know, it's big. Your name is going to be on a show. I mean, yeah. who turns that down? I didn't have enough. I didn't. I look at some of, you know, some, some really, um, some comedians that people actually respect. <laughs> and I look at them and I go, they had belief in themselves. They did what they, they were like, what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have that. And I did this show called Sean Walsh World. And when we went to film the credits, <laughs> right, I hadn't seen the show. I had no sense of what the show was. 
we did the credits before we did the show. And so when we were doing the credits, the man was telling me to do like kung fu kicks <laughs> in the credits. Who's the man? It's yeah. yeah. Sorry, the director. director. <laughs> it's important in that situation to just check some credentials. And this person is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the state. I don't mean the state. <laughs> so the, this is very bleak. It's very me. But he was getting me to do these kung fu kicks and like star jumps and stuff like that. I suddenly dawned on it. It was that moment I realised what I was doing. And I said, sorry, guys, do you mind if I just um, pop to the shop? And I, I went out and I walked to a spa. There was a spa like down the road. I was 25! Two minutes before I did this, I was doing cartwheels. I went into the spa. I went into the corner of the spa where the milk was and I cried. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, Sean, I didn't expect that. <laughs> I was just like, oh, God. And, and like, you think, I've been a bin. No, to be fair, at, at that point, you, you'd yet to be, be a bin. That was in your future. I could only, I could, at that point, I could only dream. <laughs> dream of a... Hold on, just, just, just to rewind a bit. Why did you cry over the fact that you had to do cartwheels? Because I know what it fucking envisions themselves doing kung fu kicks in the fucking title sequence of their own fucking show, do they? Do they just go, what? What happened? I could have been, at 25, I was already thinking, I could have been a contender. Do you want know to be a bit hurtful, Sean? I did a bit of writing for that. You haven't mentioned it once. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you thought it was so shit. I tried my best. <laughs> Unbelievable. You just have to turn up and do a few kicks on the day, get paid 10 grand an episode. I was on an average day rate, slogging my heart out. <laughs> oh, my God. If you right, crying would have been there, crying his eyeballs out, and the other eye in the same shot. Oh, my God. <laughs> on my TV, that, John. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember a real low for me once, I was doing an advert audition for Cravendale. Remember Cravendale? And they asked me to, uh, what was it, pull the face of a man who hadn't seen milk in a while. And I don't, I don't know how you do that. And I was at this audition just doing stupid faces. And I had a, I just. Yeah. Pull the face of a man that hadn't seen milk in a while. That was, that was the uh, director's instruction. So there's, there's a little problem here, Tom. I don't know if, if there's something wrong with your connection or something. You, you've not pulled that face for us. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing, Sean. I don't know if the, if the connection's bad or end or so. Sorry, Tom, it must be, it must be my Wi-Fi. Sorry, I didn't get the face. <laughs> it's a bit like that. Is that right? It's sort of like a, a sad monk. That's a bit, little bit worried. I don't know. Is that right? I don't know. But it was awful. I remember saying... Under my breath, as I was doing the face, oh, the milk. And he said, you can't just say it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just say it. But anyway. <laughs> oh, Tom. Come on, mate. First rule of writing, show, don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drag ourselves kicking screaming back to, to takeaways again. Back to curry, which I'm very, I'm very happy about. So... In general, okay, in general, what sort of a takeaway orderer are you in general? Are you an overall orderer? Are you some what, what, what do you like in general? I've done the thing. I've taken a bite at the wrong... No, that's all right. Um, that's sorry, okay. I'm gonna... Are you spitting it out? You don't need to do that. No, I had to kind of swallow it. I'm really, yeah. I've got a thing called, um, I think it's misophobia. So, and, and what that is, is, is the uh, kind of irrational hatred of the, of, of the sound of people eating. Oh. I then become very self-conscious of me chewing, which is why I had to get away from the mic. So that, to avoid, it, avoid hating yourself, you need to eat away from the mic. There's no, there's no avoiding that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you find out a way of that, well, let me know. <laughs> so if you're out for a meal with someone, is the sound of them eating an issue? If we're eating somewhere where the music is not on, I will have to say... Excuse me, sorry. Could you put some music on, please? Really? Really? Which is a very strange, yeah, it's a very strange request. Sometimes if you eat with someone around their house, <laughs> they won't put on music, which drives me fucking insane. And I have, I, I, I then, you can't, uh, when you're around someone's house, you can't say, do you mind putting on some music? Yeah. So I'll, and I really shouldn't be giving away my secrets on this. 
So what do you do? I'll just go, oh, God, have you heard that new album? You should hear this. Actually, I'll just, I'll put it on, but don't worry, I'll put it on quietly. And then I'll just put, I'll just put on some music. What if you're at the buffet table at a wait? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going across to the grieving widow and saying, do you mind if I put on Kasabian? <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing thing. There has to be a background thing. It just drives me insane. And is that just a food thing or would you have that if it's not food? So it's just you can't just sit there having a conversation with someone and there not be music in the background. No, that's fine. It's that's the fine. eating. See, it's my eating. dad my dad didn't have his uh, his own teeth, you see. He would eat like he would go like Oh. And it would sound like that. And so it, it, it kind of scarred me and my, my brother. We but he has the same thing as me. We we cannot hear people chewing. You you see someone get on the train with an apple. Yeah. I'm I'm off. Really? I get. I saw. I saw a. I was on the train uh, yesterday. Coming was it yesterday? Yesterday or the day before? Coming back from Blackpool, and a uh, a, a young lady sat a, across the aisle. The, ch- the two chairs, the other side of me. Sorry, the other counter of me. <laughs> and she she had a bag of crisps, and I, and she opened them, and one crunch, and I moved carriage. No, Sean, that is so, you're so sensitive to that. That's mesophobia. That's amazing. So would you say you shouldn't be allowed to eat in the quiet carriage? That's a genuine question. You should be allowed to breathe in the quiet carriage. <laughs> Are you okay with people eating on public transport in, in general? No, 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 no. So I've got, obvious, obviously I've got views on this, but you crisps, no. Crisps would be banned on trains. Apples banned on trains. Yes. Mainly crunchy fruit. So crunchy apples, fruit. Okay. gone. You can have a banana. You can prob- you can probably have an orange. I've realised now that I've I've really come out as a psychopath on this podcast. Well, you, not ever. You say you can have a banana. My dad hated the smell of banana so much that on a family trip once, my brother was eating banana. We were on a motorway. He wound down the window and hurled it out. Hurled it out of the window across the carriageway. Like three carriageways. Oh my god! Banana. And because it's boomerang shape, it came back. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> Lovely stuff. He nice. did straight across three lanes of traffic. Oh my god! Did he take the banana out of your brother's mouth and throw it out the window? My brother had started to unpeel the banana. My dad grabbed it, wound on the window, and went straight out across the motor. No way! That is aggressive. <laughs> so back to takeaways. Sorry, I keep digressing. It's my fault. Takeaways. Well, I had a specific question actually. So, so you have that sort of unusual relationship with sound. <laughs> that covers normally ask kind of do you have unusual takeaway habits i think we could tick that off but what about takeaway disasters are there any takeaway disasters anytime you've ordered a takeaway and it's gone wrong yes first of all little thing and th- and this is just a kind of starter so you'll like it is <laughs> deliveroo needs to get rid of this policy they have where they're allowed they're allowing their drivers to just have a bicycle <laughs> that has got to go what do you think they should be travelling in? If, if you're if you're just coming on a bicycle, then I want a discount because it's too slow. What's you, what's the worry? Well, yeah, what's the problem here? Well, it's yeah, it's, it's slower because when you look at the map, the best thing is when when the delivery goes like it's nearby and it gives you the map and it's like right there's the map and you look when you got a car, you have got a moped and it kind of whizzes to your house to your location and yeah. it's very exciting. You kind of watch it, it takes like ten seconds. There's there. Oh, fuck it, it's there. It's right the corner. Open the door. Get it. Is there on a bicycle? You just watch that in real time <laughs> for about seventeen minutes. This prick on a bicycle is not using his is not using his wages to save up for a moped. Right? Can I refer you just very briefly to half an hour ago when you said I was solely responsible for global warming? <laughs> And now you're poo-pooing the very idea of someone travelling without an engine. <laughs> the, end, the end of humanity be- began at this point. <laughs> no, 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 that has to stop. That's unacceptable. Are you not? Because I, 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 th- I think that with the bicycle, I feel short, rest assured. I feel confident that it will weave through the traffic. And they can cut through a park. It's true. They can jump up on curbs. They can do the whole thing. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jump up on curbs. Jump up on gas. Yeah, they can do. They can do ollies. <laughs> they can do ollies. <laughs> they can do wheelies. <laughs> they can do that look no hands thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can get. They can get on a half pipe. They can do a ten eighty. <laughs> Come on, Dad. Is that is that what you want? Um, they also need to get rid of. Um, so they need to get rid of the cyclists, and also 
Uh, this happened to me the other day, actually. And it, I suppose it didn't end in disaster. Eventually got the food. And, uh, and uh, on, the, on this occasion, it, the, the temperature was okay. But this thing of the driver has your food and is dropping off someone else's food first. Well, oh, fuck off then. God, yeah. yeah. The excitement is, you know, I saw the, my, I thought you were coming to me. And, it's like, and, then, and then I found out you're seeing other people. <laughs> I thought this was just me and you. Who the fuck is this guy? And you cycle here as well. <laughs> if it wasn't enough, okay, yeah. But the design—it's not it's actually it has a happy ending. But when you order, I, I, I was—I mean, it's when I was younger, very, very drunk. Order the uh, order the meal, uh, and then the, the the thing is closed. Okay. I've, I, oh, I've ordered yeah. too late. But then, but, but then you wake up in the morning or the afternoon, and I've I've been woken up by a Chinese. I actually don't think I've, I've had that happen. Have you not had that? I thought, you, I thought I was going to say that and you were going to go, oh, we get that all the time. I, I think that's the first time that we've had a guest come on and say that they've been woken up by the takeaway order that they placed the day before. Are you yeah, saying yeah. it ticks over to the next day? So the staff come into work and they open up their app and they're like, oh, there's an order. Is that what happens? I can't believe you do a takeaway podcast and you've not. I, I thought I was being hack. No. So what do you think's happening? Because this has blown my mind. So you order the food, but then it's shut. And then I drunkenly fell asleep. And then I was woken in the afternoon, opened the door. My Chinese was there. They get the order and they cook it first thing. Wow. So it actually is the opposite of a disaster. At the time when I discovered it was shut, I was devastated. But who do they think is doing... Who do they think... I found it 1pm tomorrow in Chow Mein. I'll get that in. I've got such a busy morning. I can't get that, take that off the to-do list. I'll, I'll order it now so that I don't have to in the morning. I'm a guy, I'm a guy that gets things done. I tell you another thing, in line with that, when you go to an Indian restaurant, you open it and it says for this dish, you have to give us 48 hours of notice. Oh, yeah. Who is doing that? There's like always on most Indian restaurants. I've never seen that in my life. You know, what are you talking about? Have you seen this, Simran? There'll be a couple of dishes where you have to yeah, ring two yeah, days yeah. in advance if you want it. Well, what is it? Another cuisine? If you want French food, do give us 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> to learn the trade, we've got to get Sean, look, um, here's, a, here's a question that we ask uh, all of our guests. I was taking a big bite there. No, sorry. No, I'm don't starving. be sorry. Don't be sorry. What was your go-to? It's 2 a.m. You come back from a night out. What's your go-to takeaway of choice? Uh, well, well, obviously, yes. Your your options are now limited. Correct. So I think, and I'm afraid I get, I'm not giving you anything original here, but it will be it will be Ronald. Oh, actually, we don't often get him. Most people it's a kebab. I'm very lucky, actually. I never I never got into kebabs. I, kebabs. I've no interest in kebabs. It's disgusting. I just no, yeah. Even I, good Turkish food, even like nice shish or it happens to be. You know, he's not going to say no to that. Is he? He's not gonna be like, even good Turkish food. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, just anything Turkish. I want nothing to do with it. No, no, no. No, I think, no, because you don't, no, at that time of night, I mean, you're not really, you just you just want what you know. The golden arches, always there for you. And what is your go-to order then? What's your go-to McDonald's order then? Okay, Big Mac meal. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, something that's happened in age, oh God, it is awful, is the six chicken nuggets has gone up to nine. Has it? Yeah. So uh, Big Mac meal, large fries, nine chicken nuggets as a counter. Yeah, lovely, lovely. Uh, an apple pie. Oh, yes, please, Sean. Mate. Apple pie. Mate, an apple pie. Again, maybe this is slightly unique, because Grace always thinks this is totally bizarre, is to convince myself that I'm not a total scumbag with this order and to try and make myself feel that little bit better about the bad thing that I've done is I have a Buxton's bottle of water. That is exactly the same order as mine, apart from I have the Tropicana orange juice. Sean, one thing I do with the apple pie, uh, which I can't have not said before. Oh, not this story, Simran. No, 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 not this story. We've talked about this. Oh, come on, Tom, one more time. One more time. Sometimes I squeeze the filling out of the apple pie and just have the, the the crusty bit. That is bleaker than a 25-year-old boy crying in the corner of a spa into milk. <laughs> is it? Is it? It really is. Yeah, that is mad, to be fair. So, you, sorry, you get rid of the apple, which is the, like the, the, the main part of the pie. Yeah. 
That's insane. I'm no, no one's done that. You're the first person to have ever done that. And I, I absolutely love it. And I, what I won't do is scoop up the sort of filling afterwards and shove it back. Are you doing this at a table or are you standing at the counter in front of them, just taking it out of the bag and squeezing it and staring them in the <laughs> eye as you do it? Just going everywhere over the till. <laughs> and throw it out the window and that's it. <laughs> I'm now imagining whether you could use that cavity and put different McDonald's things inside and whether it would be nice. Like whether you could use it to put fries or chicken nuggets in there, whether that sweet, savoury thing could work. That would be disgusting. That would be absolutely horrific. So that, that wouldn't work and you're just trying to fill air <laughs> on your podcast. You're just, <laughs> you're just, you're just <laughs> trying to say things. We're now. over time it's here, Tom. It's all right. We don't need to get... <laughs> let's let's let you come in this a, for a, a bit. A chicken nugget covered in the batter from an apple pie obviously wouldn't work. I bloody love a drive. I love a drive-through as well. I know that's not necessarily a takeaway, but I bloody love a drive-through. Very nice, very fun. You prefer it? I, uh, I don't prefer it, but I love the stuff. I like, like. I hope they never get. I hope it never changes. I hope they don't try and better it. I like the way it is. I like that. You get a little <laughs> chat with them up top. Hey, yeah. How are you? Yeah. You order it, and then you get to meet them, and you go, oh, there you are. That's what you look like. It's like Wizard of Oz. That's what you look like in real life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, behind the, cat, behind the cur- curtain. <laughs> I once, uh, yeah. <laughs> I once, um, on one of the Glastonbury's that I went to, me and my, my <laughs> before I drove, but my friend was feeling very ropey, as you do, as you tend to when leaving Glastonbury. <laughs> It's one of my favourite ever anecdotes. We left Glastonbury, you know, we both feel awful. And so we see those golden arches, which is absolutely, you know, it's it's like finding heaven. And we pull into the drive-thru and uh, like, Shh, can you take your order, please? And we're feeling awful. What do you want? Oh, I told you, give me this, give me this. And we order it. And we were, so, we, we're told not order. We were so hungover that we drove off. We we had forgotten <laughs> to stop for the food, and about an hour down the motorway went fuck McDonald's. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Do you think the car that came next was give? What do you think happened to that? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder whether a family got like a double. It was like you know. Might as well be paid for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess they've never experienced that before. Yeah. Unless we're going, so did those? Do you reckon those two guys thought they were doing a prank? But did they not pay? <laughs> no, they paid. <laughs> they paid. <laughs> they did pay. They just, they just, they just drove off. What did they shout, wanker? No, they were really nice. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Actually, a, 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 a quick question before before we wrap up, but this is about driving and eating. If you got your McDonald's in the drive-thru and you hadn't driven off without it, would you have eaten it in the drive-thru or would you have started driving and been fed it by your passenger? Oh, here he is. You've really, you've really touched I've opened up something towards the end of the show. That's not what I did, is it? I've kind of got to be careful what I say here, but um, I worked with someone once that was, that was driving us back from the show and it was very late. We were very far and we've, we stopped off for a McDonald's as you do. We were all knackered. We got our McDonald's and me and Jake Lambert, who had just heard this, uh, sorry, guys. And we like turned around and he was like, do you mind if I just um, eat my McDonald's here? And I've, I've just, I, I, I mean, I've never hated someone so much <laughs> in, in my entire life. I couldn't, I couldn't, and we couldn't be rude. We just had to go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you know, of course. And it's like, we're not using fucking chopsticks. You just stuff food in your mouth whilst you drive. Can't you drive and eat some McDonald's? What are you talking about? I now drive. And I text Jake Lambert the other day and said, now that I drive, I think that is even more mental. You just stuff your face with a burger and you drive. Who can't drive? If you can't drive and eat some McDonald's, you shouldn't be behind the wheel. Do you think it should be part of the test? I think it should no, be. It should exactly. Absolutely. But, and, if you, and if you're someone that goes, I'm not up to it, well, then don't get in the fucking car. Stay way, well away <laughs> from this car and other passengers and human beings. You are dangerous. It's an, an, it's an emergency stop and a one-handed bite. That's, that, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. what you need to do. Totally. <laughs> so, Sean, have you come to the end of your meal or have you still got some left? Do you know what? I've got a bit of uh, I've got a bit of naan left, but I've I've also got my leftovers that I've left inside. Sorry, I say inside. 
I'm not, I'm not eating this from the garden. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are not stinking the house out with that food. Get in the garden. Get in the garden. But I'm going, I'm going to, I've run out of sauce. The naan needs to be dipped in some sauce. So that's okay. what's, what I'm going to well, get. Well, before you go, can you just tell our listeners where your food is from? Take us very briefly what you think of the dishes and whether you'd recommend them. So, okay, so Raj uh, of India on Shepherd's Bush Road, um, a wonderful, wonderful people. They've been there for a long, long time. And also the building is really lovely. There's no other building like it on Shepherd's Bush Road. They've kind of made it look like a, like a mini temple. I, I, don't know, I don't know the words, I'm afraid. I don't have the words to articulate what that looks like. You're just going to have to Google it. You'll see, you go, oh, yeah, that does look a bit different. I wouldn't expect to see it. How, how, how many is it? Is it prohibitively small? crawling in your hands and knees. <laughs> cat flap at the front door. <laughs> Beautiful food, but very uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, so it's a tiny temple. It's a Raj of India. They're, yeah, they're fantastic. It's really lovely. and it's, um, But it's what, what, it, what I love about it is it's traditional kind of Indian takeaway, mm. like kind of British Indian takeaway. So it's, you know, it's your chicken madresses, it's your jalfrezis, it's your boonas. Because now, obviously, street food, street, India street food and stuff. And sometimes you go to these places and you say chicken madras and they don't have it. But Raj of India is just old school. And I really love that about it. I need to, I'm sorry, it wasn't open today, but in, in terms of like the, in, you know, the more kind of trendy Indian street food, there's a lovely little place called Patri on Hammersmith Grove. And that's a bit more trendy, you know, more, lot, a lot more kind of bits to pick at. And that's, yeah, that's called Patrick. And the staff in there are wonderful. Like they come out and they tell you about the food and there's a guy and he's, he's tested the food and his parents owned an Indian restaurant. What I love about Patrick is they just, they, they really, really care. It's my favorite kind of snazzy Indian. I prefer it over Dishoom. Dishoom is very trendy, but Patrick I prefer over Dishoom. And, and then Raj of India, if you just want your classic British Perfect. standard stuff, but they're but they're both they're both amazing. Well, Sean, that's been an absolute joy. Uh, I can say that's genuinely one of my favourite episodes we've done. Yeah, that was really fun. It's, and as well, it's been one of my favourite. I did not expect today when the when the door buzzed and I had to eat yet another fucking Indian <laughs> that this this was going to be one of the, my favourite all time podcast appearances. It's been a lot of fun. It's really fun, Sean. Thank you so much. You have a new listener as well. It's been great. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You can contact the show on Twitter at Fave Takeaway Pod or Instagram on My Favorite Takeaway Podcast. You can email us with your stories of takeaway, woe, gripes, your worries, on hello at my favorite takeaway podcast.com. That was an absolutely great record. I love talking to Sean, and I will never ever say unload my food again. <laughs> Cut to next week's episode. That's it. That was my main, my main, my main learning. Your main takeaway, you could say, from that episode. Um, Sean yeah. is brilliant, as I say. Thank what an absolute joy to chat to him. Do go and check him out on tour. And before you go, just one other thing I want to briefly mention. I have a new podcast with the brilliant comedian Ellis James and the fantastic podcaster Chris Skull. Oh, what a time. That's oh, what a time. If you want to check it out, I would love that. Please do. If you enjoy the show, hopefully you'll enjoy that one too. So do check out Oh, What a Time, available wherever you get your podcasts. And next week we have another 
fantastic guest heading your way. So do come back for another helping of my favourite takeaway. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.